Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fresh Talk. You're Hello. back. I am back. And back you're darker. Yeah. <laughs> you it looks like looks like you caught you did catch it. <laughs> welcome to part two of racism. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I was in Mexico. And guess what happened to me while I was in Mexico? You ate mango? Two fucking earthquakes. Two, not one. I felt both of them. I was on the 10th floor of a hotel. Awesome. And, and felt both, I felt more earthquakes in one week in Mexico than I have in California in the past like decade. Yeah, it's true. those were big ass earthquakes too. And they I wasn't were. super close to them, so I, it wasn't like all hell was breaking loose, but it was the wavy sensation, mm-hmm. that wavy. But, but unfortunately, it dawned on me because I was by myself at one point, just, and I'm like panicking. Like, oh, that's an earth. Because for a second, you think it's wind. You're like, that's wind. That's an earthquake. And then your mind like, kind of like, where am I? I am Is on the 10th get- floor. What country am I in? Mexico! <laughs> like, we're like, clearly they don't have the best buildings. And I'm like, this is in LA, man. Like, fuck. And I don't, you know, nobody knows what the fuck to do in an earthquake anymore. You get like 50 different, yeah. you know. What can you do? The, the, the bottom line with earthquakes is there's nothing you can do. It's the earth revolting. It's not a tornado. You can't hide from this fucking No control. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's, there's there's no high, even these early warning systems like warning me to what to get out in an open field where nothing can. But what if the earth breaks open and swallows yeah. me? I mean, yeah. And and I was listening to Boogie Down Productions and I was like, <laughs> man, Blastmaster KRS is really bringing it, dude. Like the room is sweating. room is shaking. Yeah, it was it was pretty freaky. I thought you had dude. Montezuma's revenge for a minute. And and on. <laughs> Unfortunately, the sad part of that is there was three earthquakes. There was the one that I felt. Then there was one two nights later in the middle of the night that woke me up. Roller, again, nothing crazy, but enough to freak out. And then I got Moctezuma's revenge on the way home. Yeah, I got hit. It <laughs> was a lot water. of gluttony for me. Like, I was there for five days, and it's, it's one thing that I, it's so cheap down there. Oh, yeah. It, you, you, it's great. Like, I, I was eating at like five star restaurants and paying like $60. Yeah. For like, for like, in America, what would be like where it's like, like a three hundred dollar meal? Exact three hundred dollar. There are a meal, lot like, of places in the world that are like that. Right. Go to Southeast and, and this Asia, particular man. town I went to, Puerto Vallarta, is it? Is it? It's they're known for restaurants. That's that. That's mm-hmm. their thing. They're like the restaurant town. They went for hey, our business is going to be. We have the best upscale restaurants in Mexico. So I, you know, I was getting pretty gluttonous down there, and then the last day, literally, my stomach was like not right, and it literally hit like when I got home. Like Ooh. you know, it was. At least it was on it. the plane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't right on the plane. I was like something's <laughs> wrong, but it was. Yeah, it's and it, the show's still not over. Like, I, you know, <laughs> like I woke up this morning. I'm like, what the fuck does this, man? I appreciate you know? the warning. As, <laughs> yeah. as considering I'm sitting right next to you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm cool now. I'm cool. I think everything's stable. But yeah, so I saw I saw the best that Mexico had to offer: earthquake and diarrhea, dude. It was like, come on. Most people want to see diarrhea, so you got you got an advanced ticket. (laughs) I was just lucky that I didn't have diarrhea when an earthquake hit, because you got to make some serious, hardcore life decisions at that moment. You know, like do you go running out raging mid rage, or do you just stay? I mean, what do you do? You find that field, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, then you're you covered. Can do both again. Yeah, you, you're Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon just exactly. on the pot, ready exactly. to blow. Yeah. yeah, it was brutal. As a man who's lived on several coasts, mm. well, by several I mean two. <laughs> how do you feel about natural disasters? What's your sauce? Because as a West Coast, I'm I, I'm absolutely okay with earthquakes. Yep. And I've lived through both of the largest California ones in our lifetime yep. and been totally cool with mm. it. But the idea of 
the like giant like even these winds we've been having that are like crazy but not hurricane They're winds. They're just crazy for here. I don't enjoy them. I I fuck a hurricane. I want no part of that. It's very man. interesting you say that because um when I first moved out here, I was terrified of earthquakes. Terrified because you have this you haven't been through one. I was terrified. And all you see you know? is when it like Devastates Even when nation. I first met you guys, I mean, the, you know, I was I was scared. Yeah. That was a very scary thing, and, and and I can remember friends and family like there's earthquakes, 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 earthquakes. You know, like they ingrain it in your head because it's what you don't understand. Yeah, I've only really felt one earthquake that I can significantly say this is a full-fledged earthquake. And it was at One Nielsen, our original bass player's house. <laughs> and I believe it, Where I know you? this is going to sound super odd, but it was around the time we were writing the song Adeline. And I was sitting at oh, a, a table across from Brian Parra, and yeah, I thought he shoved party. a table at me. And I, it was at a party. You yeah, may have been there. No, um, you know, And that's the only big earthquake that i felt you know i felt tons of little like did a car just go by yeah. was that a roller but well, see, you oh, look at the lights and see oh yeah. the lights lot, shaking yeah a lot of the earthquakes that we have been around we haven't been around we're pretty we've actually been too. out of country quite yep. a few yeah. times or, or on tour when so and it has been correct me if i'm wrong a very long time since a tremendously a big one. A big one. destructive earthquake and that was northridge, northridge earthquake in 1994 yes i moved out here in late 96 so I also had been hearing about Northridge, Northridge, Northridge. I mean, because you guys, like, what was yep. your experience with Northridge? Because you told me a crazy story, I remember. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. I mean, you know, it happened at like five in the morning, maybe even earlier than that. Yeah, it was really early in the morning. And of course, it woke everybody up. Like, it didn't, you know, we're, uh, what, 50 miles from Northridge? So yeah. we're not close. And for people that don't know earthquakes, 50 miles is close, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, for our, an earthquake well, of that magnitude. Of that magnitude, yeah. thank you. I mean, it depends on the scale, but... You know, it woke me up. Like, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, is this it? No, it's not stopping. Oh, fuck. And I was 15 at the, at the time. So I like got up and went out. And at the time, the house that I lived in had a big chandelier in the dining room. And it was like fucking swinging from the ceiling. And I was like, oh my God, this is a big fucking earthquake. Now, was that, up, I heard that was a jagged one. It wasn't a roller. I heard it was, it was very not, much like, yes, it, it was, was side to side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a shearing earthquake. Which are scarier. Is that fair to say than the rollers? Oh, definitely. Because it's really jarring. And the rolling ones are like, well, you experienced it. They're just kind of rolling. You're like, ah, oh, something's not right, but it's not terrible. Like, yeah. And then, uh, you know. It just feels like you hopped on a waterbed too quickly. Yeah. yeah. But not the shearing ones. Yeah. I, see, I had the same experience. I was actually staying over at uh, my friend's house that night, and I was sleeping on the floor, sort of. He had this IOA next to his bed. I was on the floor with his bookshelf to my head. I actually didn't even wake up when it started, Wow! which probably doesn't surprise you guys because you know how I can sleep. <laughs> but I woke up when uh, his a lamp that was on his bookshelf that was at my head fell off and slammed on the ground next to my head. and woke, I woke up to a lamp shattering Ooh. and then that ex same extreme feeling of all hell breaking. Wow. This is not his stopping. Blinds were, his blinds were going side to side. It was... It was big, and I actually was unfortunate enough to live in Northern California when the giant San Francisco one hit that was wow. even bigger than the Northridge one. Yeah, because we talked about this. Yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah, you've been around. Yeah, yeah. I, you're I like, it's like Mothman prophecies yeah. with you. you know? and that, but that was the same kind of thing. I mean, that was the rolling one, but it was, it's just a weird feeling. Strange sensation. So back to your original question. I have completely changed my view of natural disasters as, as in the fear that I had of earthquakes now not really having had a serious one and having felt a couple minor ones. What has happened in the past 10 years to the East Coast and, and the down South with, yeah. with hurricanes, yeah. Hurricane Katrina, storm surges, um, yeah, all these Sandy. hurricanes, Sandy, 
um, which was in, in my turf, basically where I grew up, yeah. you know, um, Kate May kind of missed a direct hit that landfalled in Atlantic City and then went up. But I've actually been, knock on wood, very lucky because I flipped. I almost flipped. It's like I missed the yeah, big missed California the big earthquake, but then the horrible, because the hurricanes, I, there was one hurricane, Hurricane Gloria in like 1984, 86. I was a little kid, barely remember it. But then there wasn't any bad weather on the East Coast, you know, hurricane weather for quite a while, little ones, you know, but all of a sudden now, like, you know, down in the Gulf area, it's been devastated i mean yep. those yeah, and then destroyed. and then you get into tornadoes which none of us have experienced because nope. that's a midwest thing those we've arguably close. boy have the, we come close <laughs> those are the worst and i believe you don't that see them and they come out of nowhere they come out of nowhere and you have a little bit of warning but you look at a town that was hit by a brutal earthquake hit by a brutal hurricane and hit by a brutal tornado in a tornado the town is decimated yeah. nothing stands blocks and blocks of pure utter just devastation. I, you know, it, it depends. It really depends on the tornado and how big it is and how far it travels. Because but we're yes, talking about big. We're talking about no, big. No, no, you're right. And like the one that hit Oklahoma City that we saw the, the damage oh, from that was, was like terrible. absolutely terrifyingly bad. But then you look at like Northridge or the, the quake that happened in, in Shenzhen in China that like fucked yeah. everything up. Yeah. Like the whole city was basically leveled. The thing about earthquakes is though architecture now is designed to compensate to a degree sure i mean yeah. the reason all of that was leveled in china was that the buildings weren't mm -hmm. suited for the reason Without that north that's exactly what was going through my fucking mind about <laughs> four days ago <laughs> that's what was going through my mind when i heard about that yeah. i looked where it was as a guy what did you think man. about me that's nice of course i did yeah uh, we're like about 150 miles away yeah i saw that i, I looked it up on the map but like, you felt that fucking shit i believe that and the, ready for the worst part the second one was at night run into the room Owen was down there with me at this yeah. point right so we run into the room and we turn on tv and it we found a new station and you're kind of impressed that you could even find like wow we found what we were looking for you know on tv in a foreign country and they're showing like an intersection it never happens in england right yeah exactly right usually you know? they just find soccer or like or documentary on cheese <laughs> exactly. you know? one of the best things in national Lampoon's or, or nazis yeah one of the best things national lampoons european vacation one of the best shots that they take on england and we love you out there um is is when they show him watching english tv yeah and that's it's just true. three channels again and again but at any rate we ran in owen and i are watching the tv and they they have a you know they go to a uh the city but we can't read the name of the city and then they go to like a stoplight you know and you're just you know watching it sway or whatever and you know you can't understand anything they're saying we're not getting any information right but you you know they're talking about an earthquake because it's just focused and then all of a sudden it's dawning on me and, and again this was quick you know it was like 10 seconds so whoa you know that every motherfucker in this red light that we're watching in this city, they're running the fucking red light. I mean, like, literally, like, there is no street sense whatsoever. I'm like, my God. I'm like, are you seeing this? Like, literally, like, and all you can, I just can't imagine, like, it's it's just such a different culture like that. You know, <laughs> that's it's two in the morning. There are no such thing as red lights. And all of a sudden, they just stop on this one red light, and you're watching car after car almost fender bender. I'm like, this is great TV. They should always show this corner, you know? I mean, that's kind of every place we've ever been like i feel like americans obey traffic laws so much harder and than we anybody don't really else. but we're so much better but than some other countries than like, even like even like 
France. I mean, yeah. Remember trying to to navigate on foot in Ooh. France, trying to get to the Arc de Triomphe and cross that street. It, I felt like fucking Frogger. Big fucking man. street. Dude. Yeah. Sure, it's the biggest street in Paris. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, those, it's I mean, still. I'm saying there's there was a point where the light said stop, <laughs> so I can walk, and not one motherfucker was like, oh, okay. And, and and down in Mexico, and again, we're in a beautiful seaside resorty town. Very 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 nice, but. There are more broken down cars in that country than anywhere on planet Earth. Every five feet, there's some poor bastard hunched over a car trying to fix it. The cars are all broke. They're all wrecked. It's like all the cars are just old. Well, and just, it's because nobody obeys yeah. traffic laws. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no oil changes. and, Cause there's and no, effect. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like literally like you could open up a Jiffy Lube down there and take over the country. You'd be like a god amongst so men. you like, up every other week. Yeah, wait, what do you mean? Like we can keep our car for more than a year? With an oil change, you know what I mean? No, they just do all the work themselves. They don't go to yeah, mechanics, absolutely. which is probably why they always break down. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. It's crazy. But practical it was, knowledge. That was a good time. It's definitely good. Definitely good to be back. You know, caught. You know, had a, had a good time. It was nice. But so you, one thing we always talk about this when we come back from tours. But I'm so thankful to live here because when that plane lands in LAX and you're like, I'm coming home, but I'm coming home to a place I really like. It's true. And a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people coming on a plane back to where they live is the bummer of the trip. Yeah. It's a negative experience. But I'm like, oh, there's food here that I like. The weather's good. Like, you know. Like I imagine know if sounds... you had to come back to Michigan. Exactly. Yeah, I know that sounds even when I was in Vegas two weeks ago. Same thing. Coming back here, it's like, great. I don't have the desert heat. Yeah. You know, there's, yep. there's, it's, it's a great. <laughs> Except right now you do. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It's just a great place to live. I feel, always feel very thankful to be Me here. Too. And Noth- the older that I get, the more I appreciate it. Absolutely. Nothing makes one appreciate it more than traveling too. Where you really realize, I mean, as, as someone who grew up here, I never fully appreciated the, mag- you know, like any kid you want to shit on your hometown. It's yeah. just natural. Well, you, do, yeah. you get 10, 12 years old. You're like, Ugh. but when, man, when we would travel and we would just, all the places we saw, I never once went to a place that I wasn't happy to come back home. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. And I love traveling and I Me love too. I seeing love stuff and I love being out there, but it's nice when you come home and it's not like, fuck, this, this, yeah. this is going to suck. Now it may suck because I'm coming home to a job I don't want to do, you know <laughs> what I mean? But not because of the weather. You're the not going home to Detroit. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, especially with some of that brutal weather. I mean, did you see it snowed in Denver a yeah. couple days ago? Dude, last <laughs> week a fucking goddamn Dodgers game in Minnesota got snowed out. My, it's May. It's May. My parents were at the Grand Canyon last week, and it was snowing. Like That's wild. Yeah. In my phone on the weather app, it was like, Ventura, red flag warning, risk of fire, Colorado, snow. I was like, what the fuck is happening? That is just fucked, man. What a country, right? Yeah. What, what, country? A country. what a country. <laughs> Our country uh, is so big, though. And massive. I mean, it's just, it's remarkable when you look at the size of, of other countries. I mean, it's just, we have multiple countries. I mean, every region of the United States is a very different existence, weather-wise, primarily. primarily. Yeah, I, I, Canada's massive, but it's all just snow. Yeah. Well, the, like the top half. I know. <laughs> I was a yeah. Canadian. Right. It's, it, it's, but it's, yeah, but it's true. I mean, it's a pretty nice climate. Think of Europe. You know, think of like, yeah. it would be like, okay, Florida and Alabama and Georgia are one country. And then New York and Boston and Jersey and Pennsylvania are one country. Yeah. And then the Midwest is one country and Texas is one country. I certainly yeah. wouldn't mind the South being another country. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. I'm, I'm absolutely pro-secessionist. <laughs> yeah, goddamn Lincoln keeping us together. Mm. What a bitch. 
bringing <laughs> our fucking IQ average down as a nation. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Speaking of IQ average, did you see the interview that Donald Sterling, the owner of the Clippers, oh, gave yeah, with Anderson Cooper? <laughs> yeah, it, it was last highlights. night. It'll probably yeah. be a week since when we when you actually hear this. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> he was amazing. It's it's he's like he's the gift that keeps on giving, it's man. It's unbelievable. He is a diamond. It's he, he he is in as much trouble as you can possibly be in for what your mouth can say and do. Total racist. It's a blah blah blah. Everything's falling apart. Hey, we bottom line publicist, story. hey. Publicist should be like, you know what? Your mouth got you in this issue in the first place. No interviews. Just well, that's shut what Cooper the said fuck up. he was stunned when he got there and there wasn't a lawyer. Or a publicist. He was stunned. I mean, it was sterling. Like, and that's you're so powerful and so crazy that you think We're you senile. don't need a, a lot of people are starting to move and, into and the senile belie- dementia territory. I think he believes his own shit where he thinks like, no, I really am a good guy. I'm gonna go and show everybody who I am. It was crazy. He was apologizing and then he wasn't. He was crying. Yeah. Then he wasn't. Then he was talking about how how could she do this? Did you that that when he yeah. was talking like yeah. I just thought I was so sad that and he was like, oh my God, I'm I was is he playing the sympathy card that he quote unquote fell in love with a gold digger like America's gonna be like that breaks my heart. That you poor know? billionaire. Yeah that poor billionaire that fucking well she's really she's really living the american dream isn't she oh man it's 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 bizarre and then and then he actually attacks she's fucking the american dream yeah he he, and 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 he attacks magic johnson that was where this all started from yeah this all started from him attacking magic johnson and doesn't stop short goes for it yeah, and yeah. fucking calls him out on all this stuff and then and then he gets the aids not aids those the aids. aids those aids those aids <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. cooper must have been he must have been he must have been sitting there like thank you jesus yeah. i am landed the biggest interview of all time <laughs> he's exactly what i wanted crazy in his head it looked like mardi gras yeah 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 totally i mean it was insane and then he said not racist stuff but just it was crazy crazy was he's talking crazy. about he's a bad but man like, he got aids he slept and he's talking about but but not 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 racist stuff either like he definitely didn't improve his situation this magic Johnson, he goes and sleeps with every girl in america gets, gets the those aids, aids. <laughs> gets those aids i was just like oh my i mean like you can't make this up it's true i mean i just i can't wait for the next chapter it's, it's, did you happen to see the daily show which was last night about this. No, but I, I can't wait. I only saw a couple of clips from it this afternoon, but it was so funny. John Stewart just had the best I A impersonation and B like, why are we telling people like to tape this stuff in secret? Somebody somewhere must finally just be like, why don't we just put a camera on him and we'll just have him spout the most crazy shit ever? Like why we have these secret tapes being released? He'll yeah. just say it. It's, 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 it's true. It's yeah. just, it doesn't need to be secret. No, nope. he was like half crying. He's like a magic it. hate ball. He's he's he, he, there's 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 some science point going on there. Though. Yeah. That, he was jumping all over the place. There was some ramblings of an old man going on. Dude, he's 80. I think I he mean, was freaked the fuck out, too. I just don't think. I mean, he's just a, a guy that that's only ever known power now has no power. Yeah. He's. How about when he said, my players love me? You know, that's why they. That's why they took off all their jerseys. And yeah. Did he let them? Did he let them marry? Like, 
Oh man, it was just it was just it was just <laughs> my slaves er er players. That's exactly what I was thinking. It I mean that's how it came off. Jump the broom, baby. Yeah. I was dumbfounded. I mean, I was like this is the greatest thing ever. They should call that interview Sterling Unchained. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine like if you were thinking about that? What's the only thing that could be worse? Oh, I got it. I got it. He goes on Anderson Cooper with no publicist or lawyer in his own home and he just starts raging on magic for having AIDS. That'd be the best thing ever. And, and it like, happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, just talk about magic as an untouchable dude that you just can't say anything bad about. Nope. I mean, yeah. and, and I think and you like, almost have to understand like LA culture if you're listening to this and you don't live in the area. Magic Johnson is is, he's our god. He's like a he god. Is. He's and, and, the he's the Zeus of LA. And listen, I don't want to get all Sterling out here. Sterling had a bit of a point, but but yeah. But if you were Magic Johnson, you would have fucked every one of them fine ass hoes too. Straight up, he he is he is revered. Doctor J never got those aids, especially in <laughs> especially in in the sports culture. I oh, mean, absolutely. he is Los Angeles's greatest sports hero, hands down. Yes. Is there anybody bigger? No. No. I mean, Jackie Jackie Robinson, but that was Brooklyn. Yeah, it was Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think he is Los Angeles's greatest sports hero. Yeah. You know, certainly, I mean, certainly living, and you got to think about he he's involved with the Lakers still. He's he involved with the theaters. Dodgers. The Dodgers now. He owns Fat Burger. He owns a chain <laughs> of movie theaters. I mean, he owns fuck. a string of TGF Fridays. Yeah. He owns one of my favorite burger joints, a movie theater chain, and my favorite baseball team. I love the man. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> and he beat AIDS. Beat AIDS. South Park. He's too good. South Park nailed it. I mean. He's too good. When? Is South Park currently not in season? No. Yeah, it's between runs. It is a shame among shame that they're not going right <laughs> oh now. Oh, my God. They could do such magic. They will. No pun intended. They will. With the Sterling thing. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine. You kind of already God, did. Dude, Sterling Unchained. It, the episode would be called, I bet you, I bet you, they would literally take your idea and they would have Donald Sterling <laughs> and, an in Django Unchained, dude. <laughs> it, I mean, it would be unbelievable, dude. It would be unbelievable. Oh, let's make it. Oh, it would be so oh, good. Trey Parker. It's Matt, Trey, call me. Yeah. So good, so good. Even Squeak, call me. Just the greatest shit ever. Well, hey, let's get to some segments because w- this is the first time we ever talked about the weather. It's <laughs> a very serious conversation this about the weather. Old man, we're just yeah, I'm about that weather. My knees acting up. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be in an earthquake or a tornado, Edna? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, kids. Cool. Well, um, let's get to some of them segments. One of the first things I want to talk about is our and this segment will not last forever because the show isn't on forever, but I'm sure we'll find another show we all love and maybe have our Game of Thrones. Fuck it, eh? It is, it is starting Game to boil. Thrones, Game of Thrones. That pot is starting to boil. Some sh- it, do, you, do you feel the tension, Jamie? Oh, I'm loving it. Um, that trial was kick. That oh fucking soliloquy at the end was he incredible. He deserves every Emmy ever made. Yeah, he took absolutely. the words out of mouth. He's winning an Emmy for that episode, hands down. Dude, but you, you got, should you have got, them all. But, all of them. But that that he, was that guy's moment. He has to compete now against True Detective. He's gonna get. Uh, it. He's yeah, gonna he'll, get it. He'll get it. That was that was a. It was a nice piece of acting, man. It really, really oh, was. God, he was fucking on fire. Unbelievable. So he wants a, a, a trial by combat. Combat, which is the same thing that happened in season two, mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. one. So is it naturally that he's gonna pick his brother? Is he gonna pick Jamie? I'm not gonna say shit because oh, now Jamie's got the hand and he can prove that he can still fight. Who's he gonna pick? 
and then, pick Jamie. He's going to pick Jamie. Well, and then who's uh, Tywin going to pick? Is Tywin going to fight? He's going to pick. Um, he's going to pick that dick knight that went up and talked some bullshit. That was given. That uh, was given Jamie sword lessons. No, Sansa no, all the bullshit. Wrong. That's and which is the same guy, incidentally, that killed Cereal Pharrell. If you were paying attention, yes. Who is serious? Uh, water dancer. The guy that was teaching Arya to fight. Was it? Yeah, it was. Because there was an exchange in the prior episode with Arya and the Hound. Which uh, is why that. you should read the books. Mm. You fucking lazy bastards. All mm. of you. Game of Thrones. Poison all of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just so wonderful. It I just, is. I just isn't I look it? forward to it every week. And even the slow ones are great, you know. You and missed poor the... Theon. I've gone through a lot of emotional journeys with him. Liked him, hated him, liked him, hated him. And now you I'm can't just hate like, a guy that has no pecker. The poor guy, man. Yeah. I mean he's so just broken. nuts. He's not as broken enough. I don't he earned think. it though. Is he more broken in the book? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. They got to it pretty good in this episode. They they did. They, they did. Like Which, with him in the kennel, I was like, okay. Kind of inexplicable fight though with his sister, whose name is apparently changed to yeah, Yara. That, which I remember that in the books. I was like, "What? The, I thought her name was Asha. What happened?" Yeah, it was. It's fucking bizarre. Mm. And then they just step on their boats and leave. Yeah, yeah that was a weird whole. That whole moment was how many, weird. As how fuck. many episodes we got left on this season? Five. That, meant, that was six. well. The jury's out. Are they ten or twelve this season? Because we talked about we touched on this You're last right. week. We couldn't really remember. I'll I thought they were right 12, now. but the original, one, I think, was 10. Great, 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 yeah. great, great, great show. Either three or five. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Great Can't season. Uh, great season. Yeah, uh, they've, there hasn't been a bad season in that show. It just keeps no. flowing. You've been watching uh, Silicon Valley? Um, no, but oh, I did, Dan. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's brilliant, I, I, I did laugh at uh, <laughs> when they show one of the previews, and I thought of you guys when he was like, you weren't in love with her. You were in love with my code. You're hot for my code. <laughs> I, I laughed at that. Honestly, yeah. man, the first, it's I was, so I was, funny. my, I loved the first episode. I didn't like the second episode. I am sold. I am sold. I'm definitely it's, in. It, the last two episodes have been <laughs> They're incredible. unbelievably funny. Mm. I'm so in. It's, I mean, as we've talked about, it's my judge humor. It's subtle. Ten episodes in this it's game. smart. Of, yeah. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah. yeah so three more Game of Thrones episodes. I think that they should force all those actors to do that show forever. I mean, literally, they should you get that fat guy in New Mexico and just put a gun to his head and just like start churning out stories, dude. I want I want more books. Sorry, we're back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want Agreed. Agreed. More, How many more books? How many more books do we get a Thrones? Allegedly two. Allegedly two. If he doesn't fucking die first. But yeah, that fucking heart diseased fuck can't make another one. Yeah. Oh. It was supposed to come out this year. So there's two. Left. Yeah, they re- he released a chapter. And then it no, ends. He's, he's released three chapters now. Ooh, I only and, read the first one. And then it ends. Then that's it. Supposedly. Hmm. Supposedly, we'll get to book three, which is now book seven. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The movie got fat. Let's move on with our segments. Kai. Records of the week. I, I wrote multiple ditties in my head for records of the week, so I want to come in and lay one down All sometime, right. John, if we can do that. It is a big week this week, too. This is gonna this is gonna take me a minute. There's actually so I'm gonna go with the things that I'm just curious about before the things I'm actually gonna pay money for. Let so, me can I test drive one of my new theme absolutely. songs? Absolutely. Baby don't cry, baby don't squeak. Oh, oh I'm not squeak. Baby don't cry. You just baby crashed. don't crash your test drive. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> There's a sound effect. <laughs> anyway, so for those of you that don't know, you probably know. I'll bet you you this two This used to be my playground. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your grave. So you probably know this, Chris, but I'll bet that John and, uh, and Clark don't I know, know this. I know it. This week, posthumously. That means if you're dead, you still do Michael stuff. Michael Jackson has put out another record. No, is that real? It is for real. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's as real as it gets. So all original tracks. All original tracks. They were all B sides from his. F- <laughs> well played, Clark. They were all B sides from his previous records. Sounds very Tupacian. Very Tupacian. And what is happening? He's going to be at Coachella next year. To sound further Tupacian, they have t- current big producers have taken these tracks oh God. and reworked them. When will it end? And it's called Xscape, with, starting uh, with an X. Boy, if that's not racist. Is that racist? <laughs> so anyway. Silicon Valley jokes. I, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not super pumped on it, but I, I'm going to give it a listen. I'm not going to pay money for it, though. I'm going to go on the Spotify for that. I am. Uh, that's, that's I'm just curious, because I'll bet you one of those is like, I'll bet you somewhere like Rick Ross or some fucking motherfucker. Do you remember back in the day when, when a great artist died, that was it? Whatever the catalog no, that I don't came remember out that. was it? I don't remember that, Jimi Hendrix, The Doors. That's never, ever happened ever. Scott Joplin, <laughs> fucking George Gershwin, everybody ever that's ever died. If you make a mark before you die and you die and someone else owns your estate, Tupac. it's going to go to hell. Yeah. Bob Marley. The, I mean, the, fuck about, The Doors. How but, about this? Like, they're if, still putting it in music. What if you're not big though and you die i think you have a better chance of your legacy being what you create unless your legacy gets big and you're like the germs or your gg allen or someone who's having the same thing and they were not those were not successful artists in their time mm. but they've now so maybe you got to like robert johnson it and only record 30 songs and that's it but still then you get your 30 songs then you get your 30 songs if someone else recorded stuff over them you get your 30 songs yeah. if someone changed Put beats you to get them. your you thirty get, songs with your great granddaughter who sings along with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, Robert Johnson, Charlie Christian. These are guys that died young that left a very finite body of work. But doesn't matter. They sold. But Charlie Christian, they find like outtakes. Like, oh, here's the thing where he was he was fucking around in a studio, and there happened to be something on recording three feet away from him, and happened to pick up him just noodling on a guitar. And we're gonna put it out and charge you money for it. Yeah. So at least here you get whole songs. I mean, it's all, but you know, I'm curious. Well, what I'm other curious. tunes you got besides that MJ yeah, so, shit so fest? Fuck him. Uh, so that hasn't gotten a lot of attention if you think about I, it. That's what I thought. I didn't uh, even know until this morning that this was even coming out, which uh, I think is pretty weird. Uh, so next, I'm going to go with a, a band called Guided by, Bo- Guided by Voices are putting out their second record of 2014 already. Wow. Pursuit. So uh, we've talked about respective bands with longevity. This is one of those. They've bands. been around forever. They've Ever. been around forever. They've pretty much pioneered indie rock and college rock since it began. I mean, mm. they were one of the first. Like since an the earlier 80s. prayer to the podcast, we're talking about Camper Van Beethoven, and you could yes. put both of those bands as forefathers of alternative rock. Absolutely, yes. without a doubt. College and, rock. Yes, yeah. and band and every band of the alternative rocks will listen to Guided by Voices. Mm. All the indie bands now, they're like the fucking godfathers, but they still tour religiously and they still put out two to three records a year it's remarkable and they don't ever suck it's mm. fucked up robert pollard who's their, their front man just writes and writes and writes and writes mm. and writes he'll he'll put out last year he put out a solo record and two guided by voices records like he's like matt Pryor on meth it's mm-hmm. fucked up <laughs> so yeah i'm looking forward to they just put out a new record called cool planet i'm excited i'm it's like 15 or 20 songs and i'm sure five of them will be great you know the usual uh, so next, I'm gonna go with a band called Cheap Girls, that are a pop punk band, pop rock band, kind of in the vein of like Mr. T Experience. Mm. Though throwback, they're incredible. Tour super hard. I wish it was Cheap that, Date. They, yeah, that's just the first thing I thought of. I miss Cheap Date. They had a record band. today called Famous Graves. They're the girls, huh? just a great band. Super good live. Saw them here. Billios. 
about a year ago. They played oh, a, they wow. tour with everybody. Swavesy saw them with me, Billy O's. Great fucking band. They put out a new record. Check them out if you like hooks, if you like Chicks Dig It, or like, I think you'd like this band, Chris. They're really good. Check them out. Good hooks. Uh, next, band, a hardcore staple called band called Bane from, from Boston are putting out a record. They have been sort of broken up. Got yeah. back together, making put out a new record called Don't Wait Up. I'm excited. Like they they represent straight edge hardcore. They're the they're the only one very only, legendary band. Legendary and one of the only bands to sort of push the genre. You know, they they don't try to just write a fucking hardcore song with a dance part. They really try to do different and, and do different things in hardcore. And new record, I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. It's on equal vision. Um Another small band called Weatherbox that I'm sure nobody's heard of, but they're they do a shitload of touring. It's their third record, awesome sure. indie kind of stuff. They tour with like they've toured Say Anything and Brand New and every band like they've ever heard of. They're all they're forever opening act. But they have a new uh, record called Flies in All Directions, which I'm sure is going to be awesome. Same thing. They really try different things within that uh, genre. And last but not least, the Black Keys have a new album today Fuck yeah. called Turn Blue that I'm sure is going to be incredible. Uh, that's that's a big sure. release. That's a big release. That's, that's been getting a release. huge push. I mean, they even pushed the single, but <laughs> single's good. And that's a band that toured. They're rich. I mean, you're talking about a band that's two dudes. They blew up. They yeah. blew up in the biggest possible way. Yep. But they fucking earned it. They were in oh, the yeah, they indies. Did. They put out like five indie records, six indie records before they blew up. Toured Van and Trailer non stop if you want to see the black keys anywhere anywhere ever before they blew up and you missed it i mean then you, you missed it you. but you yeah that's absolutely so, on you because they probably played at a bar in your town they worked their fucking dicks off so that's a band that you respect having the success respect very much they're still doing the same kind of thing yeah, they the were one doing guy in the band's a bit of a, a egomaniac though i had uh, actually a friend phil sure, cody a friend of mine read do, an interview yeah. with them and he was just Talking about how he was horrified by the interview. Like the guy was just coming off like crazy. They're pretty Is that realistic. I don't know. I don't know anything about the dudes. I don't know the dudes. I know that they were on Colbert and they just seem very if it was the singer Dan Auerbach, he mm -hmm. just seems incredibly socially awkward. I mean, there's two guys in the band. There's a drummer yeah, and a guitar. I believe Cody's man. exact words were like, he just seems like he's out for revenge. Like he just, <laughs> just seemed like it was a guy that growing up just well, coming from Phil Cody, that from means all something angles totally and just like I'm gonna go out there and I mean, you know, it's, Phil can give a great speech, but Absolutely. he just gave a great speech about this dude's so like, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know. It it could be I I'd rather not know. Mm. I mean, I assume he can't be a dick because like, he came off fine in the interview on the Colbert, but he just seemed real shy and awkward mm. and just like he's a dude that just writes songs. So clearly. did Jack White when he was interviewed on exactly. Colbert. I mean, I, I mean, this guy, same thing. He produces a fuckload of. I mean, he produces so much. He produced endlessly. And uh, by the way, if you're a dog listening to this podcast, that is not a whistle. <laughs> that is our engineer who is sucking on one of those electronic cigarettes. I kept thinking there was feedback happening. I was like, there's no headphones. Mm. What? Oh, it's the. Sick. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that, pooch? <laughs> so, anyway, your dog's freaking Dan Auerbach produced the new Ray LaMontagne. He produced a bunch of stuff. I mean, like, that's a guy who's, as a living near LA, you absolutely have heard that guy's name too much, I'm sure. Like, every singer song in a circle, have you heard the new Ray LaMontagne? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's I don't even boring. like saying his name. It's boring <laughs> as shit. It's like a yeah. French curse word. I don't like to pronounce it, and it's fucking boring. But 
the guy from Blackie's produced his new record, and he finally made a good one for the first time in 20 years. Mm. But it definitely sounds like it was produced, like it's way psyched out. Mm. It doesn't sound like that fucking pussy behind an acoustic, you mm. know? Like, I have a friend who um, made an uh, indie movie. I think I told you about it. He, he popped up in our film and did a little bit, and his name's Larry Longstreet. I believe I pronounced that correct. Really, really talented guy. One of these like young indie filmmakers who's done like two small, two or three small movies. Small, but like gets a lot out of it. But in his first uh, thing, it was The Long Slow Death of a 20-something is the name of the film. Comedy shot in his hometown, but long story short, it was scored by some of the original music in it. It was by the drummer from the Black Keys. But... When the yeah, movie came Patrick out, the Black King. Keys was huge. So, you know, I don't know if it was him or the film company that put it out because it got like a DVD release in like the final days of DVD. But it was like, you know, Long Slow Death, it was 20-something, Larry Longstreth, blah, blah, scored blah. Scored by Patrick Carney. And it's like, <laughs> scored by the drummer of the Black Keys. Like the Black <laughs> Keys, like it's epic. Like if you see the box, it's clearly huge. Like it's like, <laughs> that's he probably just did like five minutes of original background music, but it's like the drummer of the Black Keys. And the, the outfit had a name. It was like, you know, whatever his side project was, like rocking on, you know, it's just, <laughs> you, you got to see it. It's just one of those classic, like, what's our biggest selling point? But I mean, that's one of, they're one of the biggest bands in the world right now. And they still put out a record a year and fucking, they're still behave like they're still a touring band in a van like they put out a record a year and tour non they tour write record tour write record but they ain't in a van no more i sure oh, you no. that big long lanky fuck probably has his own bus oh um, sh uh, those those two didn't seem like they get along they they do kick they it must if they toured along together but now they've themselves. got a band. I'm hoping this new record's full band, like the because the last one they finally went full band, and I think it made a difference. It's cool. instead of just being a guitar. But so anyway, I'm very excited about that. I'm sure it's going to be great. And I definitely respect what they do. They work hard as anything. That's great. I um, speaking of music, I had uh, somewhat of an interesting uh, revelation. Um, we are putting together. Aaron and I are putting together potential songs for the movie. And the way that we're doing it is we're literally just grabbing songs that both of us. I love or he loves or we together love, right? Three categories. Bands we're homies with, bands that we have a relationship that we may or may not be able to get a song from, bands we have no relationship whatsoever, and then dream songs we can't afford. Basically, because <laughs> okay. there's no money out of those four categories, only the first one yeah. is going to be the one we use. But, you know, you shoot big out of the gate. What the hell? We have a real nice chunk of bands that we have that maybe we toured with or knew or hung out with once or, you know, we love one song from them. It's very eclectic, but it was so much fun putting that together, like really diving into my CD collection and like grabbing obscure stuff, you know what I mean? Like bands that, you know, kind of had a pop and just, you know, just grabbing songs that you love, but listening to it was amazing because it's like you're listening to a mixtape of your life. You're just yeah. listening to like your favorite songs. It was, you'd be surprised if you went and literally tried to find 100 songs that you love, but not Metallica. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know. Not, not hits. Yeah, not 100 hits. Yeah, that's not hit songs you like. So it was really fun putting this list together, but something happened along the way. First off, first off, Spotify is a can great. I put, can I put Slayer in that list? No, that's Slayer. No. Oh, <laughs> so so it's got to be a band that's non-successful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they um so we, you know we're putting this list together, but what dawned on me, Spotify is amazing because I'm like, how would you do this without Spotify? How would you create something like this? Like music supervisors now, it's a dream. Yep. You just you can check anything out. But so I'm going back and getting all these tunes. And we're putting this list. 
together. And again, we probably won't be able to use any of them. It was probably like a total exercise in futility because it'll just be like, we won't be able to afford any of this. But what I found interesting, the whole point is there are multiple bands that I like that released records in the past couple years that I either didn't know it came out or just didn't listen to, you know? And like bands, bands like us, not necessarily huge bands, bigger than us, but bands that like made a record, but sort of made it at that weird time where things were changing, but they still made a full length. Does that make sense? I find this and, on Spotify all the time. And, and it's Spotify, the best thing about Spotify. Spotify brought this to me. I'm just going to throw a couple off. And again, you're a guy that really keeps up with it more than I do. But like the Mighty Mighty Boston's, who I know you're not a huge fan of, I love, they've released two records that I've never even heard a single song off of. You know there's going to be at least one song on those records I love. Um, my God, I didn't hear the last trio record, you know, oh, for crying out loud. Really good, you know, man. There's so many bands like this. It was I'm gonna, super good. I'll give you some obscure ones. Uh, I know we talked about this. Shotzi got back yeah, together yeah. to put out a record. That. You know? I've been rocking good. it. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. yeah Shotzi, um, uh, ready for a bizarre one, Blast from the Past? Dynamite Hack put out a record really? you know and like so, so these are bands that like you know i i was looking them up because yeah. i wanted one song i thought you were gonna from say them. dynamite boy yeah, yeah, me too. yeah oh that'd be great that's a great band um but just there's so many records and i'm like you know what it, i have no excuse in this day and age if music is fucking free via basically spotify what excuse do i not have to put on a band who i like and just throw their new record on in the background because Give it that's what list. I want people to yeah. do with my band. Yeah. And I'm, I'm bummed and like, man, you know, I meet people that didn't listen to Happy to Be Alive and they're like, you made a record? You know, like, what are you talking about? You know, like, and I'm just as guilty and now you don't even have to pay for them. Now you can just literally listen. Yep. Try you know? before you buy. Yeah. So I think that'd be great to put together a little list if we collectively grabbed bands that we like who put out records that may have disappeared. Because yeah. a lot of these records, they weren't even on labels. Yeah, yeah. and just a lot stuff of them were like dudes digital. just put oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Polanski, my yeah. boy, put yeah. out a record. Uh, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One of these days we'll make a series weird. of Spotify playlists. Yeah. Wait, it's weird? Weird. Yeah, Weird. but there's just a lot of bands like that out there that you know. It's just so. It's, I mean, I just again, I encourage people, anybody listening to this, by God, don't fall into the trap that I did. That I've made a vow to get out of. It's just like music is still great. Just because the industry changed doesn't mean what a song can do to you if you love it. It's like go out and listen to new shit, especially when it's right there. And you especially know? now that music as an art form is essentially at least free to try. Yeah, I mean, it's like you. It's like a car now. You can test drive that motherfucker. You mm -hmm. can. Test drive it as it's like a car that you don't. It's like a car you can rent for free. I met somebody recently. I was talking to you that loves saves the day, and has not heard the new record. That's that's ridiculous. And, and really knows the band, knows the band. But it like you know, they just get out of it. You know, you get out of you a band a for a that's year so or two, you get out of the though, loop. Man, it's so and I'm like, common. I'm you know, I, you know how you guys? I felt about that last saves a day record, but I think it's one of the best records they ever made. Me too. You know, if not, if not, maybe not the best, but possibly second best record they ever made and it's mm -hmm. sad that you love that band and and I'm, I'm, a, I'm an example of that i love trio and i haven't heard their new record and it's really know? good man it was one of my favorite records the last year yeah, big, it was on and your truly list. and yeah. bigger bands i mean bigger not big but you know what i'm saying like those kind of bands of that stature and on spotify that, you get with that trio record you get an ep they put out with it that is also 
fucking great. I didn't even hear the last the new. There's a new Amsterdam's record from like last year. Yeah, it was I their thought final, they stopped. Was their farewell. I thought they stopped making records. That was you know? that was the last one. It was saying goodbye. So much music is out there from good bands, and I'm not necessarily going to say it's the classic stuff, and you're going to love it. Like one of the records you fell in love with, but, but you might. But if you like a band, at least listen to their yeah, record. Give it a shot, shot, Jesus. You know, and sometimes you do get their best shit. That's mm-hmm. what's fucked. Like you were saying, saves the day. I mean. You know? Yeah, they made a great record. And uh, for obscure music trivia, um, the only place on planet Earth to get the Meet the Deedles soundtrack is Dan's house because it's not on Spotify. No, no, my, my parents' house. I did. <laughs> Dan's parents' house. I left it there when I moved out. It's going to be one of those, that, that Nintendo cartridge that they only <laughs> made one of. There was one copy of the soundtrack for a little-known snowboard movie called Meet the Deedles, <laughs> and Dan I bought has it. the soundtrack. <laughs> because he, he's the only one. It ain't on Spotify. It ain't on iTunes. It's gone, people. It's like that new Wu-Tang record. Yeah. yeah. You, should, you should send it to museums. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I bid on it for about 50 grand. Oh, this uh, is the Deedles exhibit. Like the idea it's going to be like born ultimatum, like people breaking a dance house, like red lasers on them, like Percy Deedle soundtrack. As soon as it opens, all the lights, the laser security <laughs> system comes on around the Deedles. Yeah, and Dan's just on this the total claxons. mission to escape with the freaking, you know. Oh, um, very strange. There was uh, one of your favorite movies, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm-hmm. There was a song that I put on my mega list of songs that I love, and it was one of them from a big artist, but it was came up on the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. Seems likely. And I can't remember what it was, but it Have was something like cool. Have you seen that movie? I've never seen it. I've never seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the okay. World. I am also so, guilty of that. You've never seen it either? No. What? <laughs> I know. All right. Okay. 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 Classic got- movie challenge <laughs> that you name, we'll all name a movie. That the other people haven't seen that they have to see. It's got to be a movie you love. That's hard. It's going to be hard for you because you've seen a lot of movies. Well, fuck you both. I'm telling you both right now <laughs> to go see this because I know two, the both of you very well. And you are both going to love. Damn, this is going to be your I mean, it's favorite. A vi- it's a video I know, game movie. Right. I know. It's, but it's so much more than that. Mm. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I, you like Edgar Wright. You you. Yeah, I know. I know. God damn it, Dan Clark. <laughs> you drive over to my house as soon as we're done here, and I will give you the DVD, and you take it for as long as you need. You watch your fucking movie. Wow. All right. The gauntlet Gentlemen. has been thrown. My goodness. You just blew my... You just... Unfortunately, unfortunately Dan's too lazy to drive Midtown to get the DVD. <laughs> this is true. I drive all day. <laughs> I'll bring it to you next week if you cannot find it sooner. Scott Pilgrim vs. Right the now. World. It's brilliant. I know. I, I know. I've heard you talk about it a thousand it's, times. It's Edgar Wright's masterpiece. It really is. Ugh. Is it? Is that because it was just Edgar Wright and not Edgar Wright and uh, uh, Jesus Christ? Winter? No, I wish Sam Simon Pegg would have been Pig. involved. I really do. He's not. Doesn't have a cameo. Oh, I, I mean, well, I'll tell you Simon what. Pig I too. am excited about in terms of the world of movies. One word. Godzilla. Godzilla. I can't wait. I am so excited. If this movie lets me down, I'm going to be bummed because I'm pumped for it. It's one of the ones I got hey, let's caught go up. let's go see that. I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's, let's just do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, can you handle a midnight showing? I mean, like, I want to fucking see that movie on the screen and huge, and I want the lizard screaming and people catching on fire and dying. If that turns into some bullshit fucking love story, I'm going to be super bummed. And if it's as bad as the last Godzilla in 1980, we're not going to talk about that last Let's pretend uh, like that did not exist. Just the worst thing <laughs> ever. It was just ever. the worst thing ever. Saw that one in the theater. Me too. I saw that in the theater too. I saw it with you and Adam Holmes. Oh no! Wow, that's a piece of trivia. Old. Wow, I can't believe you even remember that. You know what I remember? Forget that piece of shit. You know, because I blocked it out. You know what I remember about that? When they showed the map at the beginning of the movie, they showed a map of the East Coast, and the map that they had had Kate May on it, and that's the only thing I remember from that movie. 
<laughs> it opens this Friday. This Friday. Oh it's my. going down. Godzilla. I have to see this. Godzilla. Yeah. I'm so pumped. Yeah, I'm a hardcore Godzilla man, though. Like, when I was a you little are. kid, oh, I loved absolutely. those 60s, 70s shitty, crappy Godzillas. Me too. Still have a Godzilla. I have still have a Godzilla toy. It's my oldest toy. My oldest toy. I still have it. It's on my uh, refrigerator in my garage next to the talking chainsaw massacre you gave me. Oh, I, have, I know that Godzilla well. Yeah. Actually, it's very valuable. It's an antique. Well, I believe antique it. is an extreme word. I had a tiny <laughs> one that um you- I bet you, that's what she said. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, also, my penis. I had a tiny, <laughs> not named I had a Godzilla. tiny Godzilla toy, and you wound him up. And when he walked, sparks came out of his mouth. I remember oh, that Godzilla. I may have had that too. It was a pretty neat. They're one. great toys. Um, and really? there's a whole market for Godzilla toys. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There, but Godzilla's sort of in that universal horror thing where there's a, there weren't wasn't a lot of it made, and of what was made, very little of it survived. And you, you know, yeah. there's a very culty old. We should do thing. an episode and talk toys. Talk great classic toys and action figures because it's a, that's a deep topic. That is a deep topic. And that, one, that's changed the world. Still, shit. One still, I'm, I'm still very abreast of. By the way, if anybody wants to buy any Star Wars toys, email uh, Obi Wan Kenobi at yahoo.com immediately. I have so many <laughs> cheap, cheap price to go. Man's moving toys. People, pay attention. It's a bargain at any price. Oh well, this has been another great episode. Of Fresh talk. And uh, we talked about the weather. Yeah, apologies. You mentioned that twice. Did you forget? Just, Are you getting that old that you forgot that you already mentioned that we talked? Hey, John, can we edit a little? I thought she loved me. <laughs> That's Donald Sterling, by the way. At the very beginning, can we just put this? Don't worry, kids. It gets better at the end. Can you just edit that at the <laughs> that front? Does it? Because it started <laughs> off a little weird. No, I, I, was I disagree. I almost fucking died in a quake, right. dude. That's somewhat right. topical, at least to my existence. If only Save you yourself <laughs> and edit. It would have been a, a great bout of turnabout if you and Owen had gone to see a movie while you had Montezuma's Revenge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, that would have been One turnabout. Uh, would have been the capper. I say for Christmas. We relay the tale. You want to wait till Christmas for that? Of it's a Christmas gift. It's a <laughs> gift to the listener. Maybe we'll do like sound effects. We'll actually like prepare it, like a tell, like like like, like a sound? Christmas carol. You know? <laughs> Should we bring Owen in? Should we get Patrick Stewart? <laughs> oh man! So you want Patrick Stewart to narrate a story about Owen shitting his pants in a movie theater? Fuck yes, yes I, I do. do. And now me there's too. no reason to tell that <laughs> me story. Too. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, that sounds great. I and would if we mind can't Sean get him, Connery. Yeah, that'd be good. Sean Connery would be good. Morgan Freeman would be I'll good too. I'll settle for John Oliver. I'd be fucked. <laughs> the Deuce traveled down his leg. Anybody with an English accent? Graham. <laughs> yeah. Samuel Jackson. Graham. That's Christmas. Dookie, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, don't shit yourself. Yeah. Cue the bossa nova, motherfucker. Talking real.